1: said we have grown dull towards this world in which we live we have forgotten that it is not normal or scientific in any sense of the word it is fantastic it is a fairy tale through and through elephants caterpillars snow at what point did you lose wonder of it all welcome in this is Religionless Christianity. I am your host, Spencer, and this is my beautiful wife, Nikki. So before we dive into the show for today, honey, do you have anything you would like to say?
2: Just praising God again. He's good. He always takes care of us. Uh, well, so we uh, sold our house and finally got uh, the proceeds from that, and we were praying for enough money to pay off the um, his truck so we are able to do that god knows our hearts we want to not be in debt because we don't want to be a slave <laughs> when it comes to our finances we want to be able to give more and you know everybody wants to be out of debt so we're just thankful that god answered that prayer and we have a, a prayer request we well i got an alert on my phone today i'm assuming you got one too mm-hmm. and i was like what's a what was it called a blue A blue alert alert and then later my friend told me what it meant that an officer was shot um i can't remember what city it might have been tampa but southern florida and so we'll just be praying for the family and friends of that officer
1: yep i'm not sure if the officer died or not but yeah he did get shot in the head and um so be praying for him if he's not dead that God would heal him, but you know for his family and you know, I know in this time that we live in like we're supposed to see you know they they want us to see cops as the enemy and you know, but he's not right this piece of crap who shot him um he's the enemy um, he's a wolf <laughs> we need to protect our our sheep from people like him and God bless law enforcement officers who um who take that call. I mean, these guys, Yeah, I just had lunch today with the chief of police in our town in one of the nearby towns. And, you know, he was telling us about 19 year olds that are joining this police force. And I was like, God have mercy on these kids. Like, what are you walking into? And, you know, they want to protect and serve. And he said, this kid comes from a family of policemen. And you're like, God, I mean, what a time, you know to serve as a police officer. So have these people in your prayers. Mm Don't buy the narrative that these guys are somehow oppressors. And um, that's Marxism, this mm-hmm. critical race theory. We've talked about this. It's garbage. Um, and you need to push back on that. So, but anyways, that's not the point of this show. <laughs> the point of this show is the complete opposite. So we were going to dive into the news today, um, going over a couple of news stories. And then I found that John Eldridge quote you know, basically ending. At what point did you lose your wonder of it all? And I was like, oh God, it's probably when we turned the news on because I was just going through and oh, just every website, every story, they suck. And I've talked about this on numerous episodes. They suck. Oh man, are they terrible. And I'm just looking through it. And I was like, I can't talk about this anymore. Well, we will touch on a story and we'll get to why we touch on this story as we go through the episode. But I was like, no, we need to change the topic that we're talking about today. And today we want to focus on positivity moving forward.
2: That's good. I'm glad that we're going to start doing that because I know the news today. Really, I just shake my head and I'm like, we live in the twilight zone.
1: Yeah, and it's (laughs) awful. Like, How many of us get home from work or whatever and we're worn out. And then the kids are there and they're all on you and wearing you down. And you're like, Oh, I just want to rest. And then what do you turn on? You just turn on (laughs) the Satan news network, basically to just ruin the rest of your day. Like it's just, it's too much. And truthfully, I'm pretty scatterbrained. So my intention from now on, unless we have something biblically to talk about is to do positive only stories on Friday. You know, we still want to touch on important news stories that we see Mm -hmm. going on in the world because we still live here. We want to bring you guys as best we can a Christian perspective on what's going on in the world. But come Fridays, we're not dealing with that anymore um, unless there's some 9-11 type event that (laughs) we think needs talking about. But I'm scatterbrained, so I may forget this, but our goal is going to be to bring positive news stories on Friday if we decide to look at the news.
2: Yeah, it'll be good to go into the weekend like that.
1: Yeah. That's how we should. Right.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you know, and the thing is, is like, we're just constantly waylaid by negative news, you know, and we all know the old saying, right? Like if it bleeds, it leads. And that was probably, um, true. And maybe even like kind of a bit of a nuisance back in the day, right? 40, 50, 60, 70. but with the 24 seven news media and like the social media area mm-hmm. that we live in, it is, mm-hmm. it's overwhelming. You like can't really, get away
2: from it. No. Even like you go to work and people are going to be talking about it or just, let's just quit talking about it. Let's talk about what God is doing. Like I look at it as like, you know, just coming from that quote by John Eldridge, like when did you lose your wonder of it all? It's because we're so distracted. Like Satan is distracting us from the wonder of God's creation and just life with people and just the enjoyment the blessing of life that it's supposed to be and Satan doesn't want us to enjoy the blessings of God because that gives God that gives God glory when we enjoy his blessings and so we're distracted by the drama we're attracted to drama and we forget our blessings and then we grumble and complain and worry and fret about what Satan's doing and on the earth instead of thinking about what God is doing what God has done and in being hopeful and for the future
1: yeah I mean it sucks and like you said I mean we're addicted to the drama and that's why it's basically our fault like we're locked in this prison of negativity and like overwhelming despair and it's a prison Mm -hmm. that we locked ourselves in basically
2: like slaves to it we're We're slaves to it makes us miserable and
1: like we either you know we're here because we approve of it, right? We're addicted to it, either with our eyeballs or even at the very least, we are the ones that bring it on through apathy, right? Like, ah, uh, I just don't care anymore. Like, I'm not gonna, who can Just let them say what they're gonna say. No, man, like you need to be, you need to, you need to not be okay with the state of the world. And like, well, that's just the way the news is it can't be. Um, so, you know, my question is basically why, like for us first and foremost, because we're as guilty as anybody, Mm -hmm. but then for you, like, why do we give into this? You know, why do we allow ourselves to be consumed by it? And like all of us were just consumed by it in every aspect. Like, Oh, well, you know, I'm kind of into politics. Political news is trash. It's absolute gutter trash. Mm -hmm. The people that report it, are garbage people. The stories that they report on it are garbage stories. Mm. You know, like these people that do the reporting and bring us, they're the worst people in the country. Like, I would not invite these people to our house for dinner, but instead we're supposed to sit there for hours every night letting them just spew their nonsense into us and pretend like we're gonna be completely unaffected. Oh, I just heard about how Donald Trump's gonna push all my grandparents into an early grave well, let's go and kiss the kids. Good night. You know, like <laughs> it's, it's nonsense. We got to break free from that. Yeah. So,
2: you yeah, know, we do, how do we break free from it? Like we need to be practical, just like, all right, no TV, no, just no social media pretty much. Cause a lot of people get the news from their social media. Like I don't watch, we don't have cable. No, so I mean, obviously turning away
1: from it and stuff like that, but also just you know, and everyone knows like social media is garbage, but we're all addicted to it, right? And that's why we have our Discord channel, and we ask you guys every episode to come join us on Discord. We don't want to be on social media because, in order to get to something godly, you've got to tread through a hundred different posts of ungodly, and you know we all get pulled in and sidetracked and. So that's yeah. why we want the discord where we don't even have to go into that arena we can just go straight to godly people on godly topics mm-hmm. that edify us so um you know i think the way that you kind of break free from it is focusing on the other things like first off yeah turn off the tv turn off social media that's a must i mean that is you have to do that and it's not easy right i mean it's hard for everybody but. I mean, you go to the Bible and Proverbs tells us, right, Proverbs fifteen thirteen, 13, um, it says, A joyful heart makes a cheerful countenance, but sorrow of the heart crushes the spirit. Mm-hmm. And our country is crushed by the sorrow that we feel like everywhere that we look. Because how can you not be sorrowful when you watch the news and you read social right. media and it's just hate and anger yeah. and everywhere you see it just weighs you down and crushes your spirit? And then even going on to Proverbs 17, just a little farther down, it says a joyful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. And our country is, I mean, we've talked about the spiritual dryness in this country yeah um, because we're dancing in the devil's playpen, basically. I mean, having our eyes focused on this stuff 24 hours a day, our brains consumed with it. Who has time for a joyful heart?
2: Yeah. And I don't even have time to like read all these things. I have. I have friends who will send me like news articles and I don't want to read it. Like I don't, I don't have time for one. And I just two. I just don't want to, like, I just see the headline and I'm like, why I have enough. And so I was looking up, um, some verses too. And cause it came to me, I'm like, I know that the Bible tells us to not, Uh, worry about tomorrow and it tells us what things to think on so in colossians 3 uh, 1 through 3 says if then you were raised with christ seek those things which are above where christ is sitting at the right hand of god set your mind on things above not on things on the earth For you died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. So, I think about that a lot. How my life is hidden hidden in Christ, and this world, all the things of the world are fading away. They are passing away, and it's it's just foolish to like worry about it all. Like the only thing we need to be concerned about is preaching the gospel. We need to care about souls, and let everything else fall away. It's it really is foolish. We need to get our mind focused on what matters and not on things that divide Christians, things that divide the body of Christ. We need to just say no to those those stories.
1: You know, we've used this quote a few times and it's something I say a lot. Like what's the point of learning history if you don't learn from history? Mm -hmm. And that's where we are in this country. And like, if you look back in history, we've been being told that the world's falling apart, the country's falling apart, you know, for decades and decades and decades. And, you know, we're always right on the precipice, but or precipice of, you know, falling apart or Mm -hmm. all of whatever being taken away and done. And, and you always feel like, oh man, this has got to be true. And like, so we're constantly in this fight to save and hold. And then, well, this president gets, you know, elected and ah, it's the end of the world now. And then, he leaves office and then the next guy and it's the end of the world. And every 10 years, global warming is going to kill us. And, you know, and we always buy into it. Like, what is the point of learning history? If you don't actually learn from history, these people are liars. They are Satan's (laughs) children. They are not. Satan is the father of lies. He is not telling you the truth. Yeah. So yeah, like it's just, I don't know. You have to focus on Christ and the things of God because the Bible even tells us, right? Like we're supposed to take every thought captive. Mm -hmm. How can you possibly take every thought captive when you are just sitting in this well of negativity? And, you know, I kind of wrote down as we were going through here, like, it's like saying, you know, I have a heart for reaching strippers, you know? So, I'm going to go to the strip club every night and I'm going to preach the gospel to these strippers. Like if someone told me, I'd be like, you're a moron. Like that is not a ministry for you. Like if I told Nikki that like God laid on my heart, I'm going to go and sit in the strip club every night until I win them all. No, (laughs) you, you are going to lose that battle. Yeah. Probably in the first eight seconds that you walk in the door. Um, you're going to be overwhelmed by lust. So why do we think we can turn on the TV and be like, right. I'm just going to be engulfed in negativity, yeah. death, and despair. And then
2: they want to take it and be like, well, I need to pray about these things. It's like, why are you consuming it all? And then worrying and then praying. It's like, I don't even know the word for that to even like describe, you know, the whole thing that you it's just brought It's foolishness
1: in my opinion, like. If you're turning the news on to be like, oh, I need to figure out what I need to pray that for. It isn't
2: our burden. No, man, like, you need to pray for yourself,
1: your family. Like, like, like it's
2: enough just like your own friends and family is so much. In Matthew 6, 34 says, do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about its, its own things. Sorry, my eyes tickling.
1: Yeah, like you don't need to so, know what's going on in Washington to know that our leaders are godless perverts that <laughs> need our prayer. That's been established. Like just pray for them. Um, Mm -hmm. but you don't need to turn on the TV and go, Oh, I guess what's Dr. Fauci telling us again today. Who cares? Who cares what he's telling? He is the El Gore of COVID. He is Mm -hmm. to COVID what El Gore is to climate change. Uh, nobody should care anymore. Um, sorry, I'm kind of getting fired up here, but I just kind of was going through the notes here. Like, and we, you know, we understand it, right the draw and the feeling of like needing to stay informed, right? Like we want to be up to date what's going on in the world. But like, yeah. honestly, the older I get, the older we get, I, I disagree with that. I don't think that you need to be current up to date. Events, current
2: events, yeah. It's like I was thinking about like, who are the it.
1: joyful people that we know in our lives and the most joyful people, they're ignorant people. Like it's that old family friend who you used to make fun of, right? Growing up, we had a friend growing up and her name was Debbie, my family friend. And she was completely joyful and happy, just a always smiling, happy person. But you'd ask her anything. And she's like, oh, I don't, I don't really know about that. And we used to be like, "Ah, oh, Debbie doesn't know anything. And now I'm like, God have like, God bless her, dude. She was just happy. She had a family, nice home, yeah. healthy kids, loved God, went to church. And she was happy. And the rest of us are like, what a nut. Let's turn on the news and we're like crying. Oh God, the world's falling she's apart. Happy. She she's happy. She probably only
2: worried about you guys and prayed for you guys. Yeah. You how
1: were... crazy is that?
2: That's like the simple <laughs> life that we're we're supposed to live like that because we don't even have time to pray like You know it. Like, admit it. You say, I'll pray for you to your friend or somebody, and you you don't because you're more, you know, concerned about, you know, or you're distracted with social media and the current events, and you forget about your friend over here who's asked for your prayers. Like, we skip over the people in our lives onto, you know, bigger issues when— like you can't even pray for your friend and care enough to even remember. And I'm guilty of that. That's no, we me. all are.
1: And that's why this message hit me so hard today. Like we are at, you know, we got this blue alert. Like this is super important. And I was like, no, this is super important. Like we are at a point where like, it's, I don't know, like fight back or die. Like just give in completely, give up your Christianity And just go down the drain into the mud puddle with the rest of the world, hating your neighbor. Like, we've been convinced in this world that like, and we're guilty of this, like raise your hand if you see a homeless person anymore and you feel compassion. (laughs) Nobody. You're like, ah, drug addict bum. How do you know? Like, is that what God told you to feel about that person? Did you go up and pray with him? Did you talk to him? No, you see a a young woman with kids you know smoking and drinking or something you're like look at this mom like what a terrible mom you know probably we don't have any compassion anymore like Mm -hmm. we are at we're at a crossroads we probably crossroads probably two miles behind us we need to turn around and head back because the country's dying and the only you know, and I've mentioned the Jason Whitlock pa- uh, podcast, you guys, which comes out in July. And I recommend you to listen to that when it comes out fearless. But and he mentioned there, the only hope that we have for this country is Jesus. Like, Dr. Fauci ain't saving us. Trump's not coming back to save us. Um, the <laughs> Republicans <not> <laughs> like, man, none of them are saving us. They got us here. So it's so important. And we wanted to say all this, not to say that we're not going to bring you new stories. We started that because we still want to teach you guys as best we can. Obviously we're not the smartest, most godly people on the planet, but how to see these. (laughs) Yeah. And we're obviously the most humble too. So, but we're still going to bring you stories, but we just wanted to like make this focus today. And I'm passionate about it, that we have got to escape from this, like hellhole of despair and godlessness Mm -hmm. that we just walk in every day freely we just accept it that that's going to be the way we live every day and we don't have to accept it um so that was kind of what laid on my heart once i read that john eldridge quote um and i'm so thankful that i read it
2: that was good it touched me when i read it i was just like wow when did we lose the wonder of it all
1: but we didn't want to leave you guys empty handed. So um, I did pull up just, I found, you know, some websites that I've used in the past that are just strictly positive news. And I wanted to pass them on to you guys. And hopefully if you know of some positive news sort of websites where you can go and still read about what's going on in the world, but just positive. And these aren't necessarily strictly Christian type websites. There are some of those Christianity Today, Christian or Christian Post which eh, I would tread lightly there because they're getting pretty heavy into the critical race theory type nonsense. Mm -hmm. But the first one is uh, sunnyskies.com. And that's, uh, you'll see it up on the screen. And then it'll be in the description if you're on the podcast. The second one was the Good News Network. And then the last one was onlygoodnewsdaily.com. And I'd recommend like if you feel the need to just jump online and read a news story for whatever reason, Go here, like...
2: At least go there.
1: Yeah, edify yourself with good, uplifting stories. You know the world sucks. You know the world's on fire. We don't
2: need to know every wicked thing going on in the world. Yeah. We don't have to be like the... I don't know. I'm still trying to think of that word. But like, we feel like we got to carry it all on our shoulders and then give it to God. And God is not calling us to all the knowledge of all the wicked in the world. He doesn't call us to that.
1: It's too much for us. And um, with that, we wanted to end on just a positive story because that was kind of the idea of the Friday show. And we read a really awesome story and we got it from uh, the blaze again, a couple other places. I think it was on sunny skies as well. Um, And that was the world's most premature baby just celebrated his first birthday. So this baby was born at 21 weeks. Um, his mother went into some complications and he was born. Doctors gave him a 0% chance of living. And he's alive today, one years old. And I was like, what an all, you know, we get so bent out of shape about science and all this sort of stuff when it's the COVID vaccine. And, but like, these are miracles of science that a 21 week old baby is able to survive and God willing thrive throughout the rest of his life. Um, and then also I think this is encouraging because this is only going to keep getting better. Like these babies are going to keep being able to survive earlier Mm -hmm. and earlier to the point where like abortion lovers have no leg to stand on like this. There's abortion advocates that want to abort babies well past 20 weeks Here's a baby that's living and surviving and thriving, born at 21 weeks. They would have been happy to kill this kid. And
2: I thought our kids were super tiny. Like, our boys were 32 weeks along when they were born. And, like, even a preemie diaper was still too small for them. So I can't even imagine.
1: This kid was born (laughs) at 11.9 ounces. Not even a pound.
2: (laughs) See, that's something to focus on. Like, that's something, like, the wonder Mm -hmm. of it all.
1: Yeah, so... That's an awesome story. That's what we should be focused on. Not, you know, whatever kind of stupid spending bill you, these worthless politicians are going to saddle our nation with who cares. Um, focus on the good things, focus on Jesus, loving your neighbor, loving yeah. God. That's where your focus needs to lie. Um, so sorry, we got a little passionate on this topic, oh, but this, good. this gets me fired up. So, um, With that being said, I'm going to go downstairs and turn on CNN and um, smack my dog around. So, (laughs) just Anyways, um, do you have any last words, baby, before we end this?
2: Well, I just want to give you all a challenge and challenge for myself when you get up in the morning. Just the first words out of your mouth. Thank you, God. Thank you. Help me to focus on all your blessings. Help me not to take your blessings for granted. Just say it. It just make it a habit. Instead of grabbing your phone and getting on Facebook or Twitter, let the first words from your mouth be thanks to God. And I'm going to start doing that. And hopefully you guys will start that with me. And then, you know, get your coffee or whatever. Wake up. Don't read the Bible when you're still all drowsy. Like, make sure you're awake. So I always wait till I get my coffee. (laughs)
1: That's (laughs) so good. And and that's something. uh, We did an episode on Rick Warren a couple episodes ago, and he mentioned that that's what he does every day. When he wakes up, as soon as his feet hit the floor, before he gets out of bed, he just says to himself, like, Lord, it's going to be a busy day. And if I accomplish nothing else today, I want to know you more. And that's his first thing that comes out of his mouth. He doesn't grab his phone. He doesn't pull up. The Mm. first thing is a simple two second prayer. I want to know you better today, Lord. So Mm. let that be our prayer. Um, And that's how we change the world. You know, that's how the apostles changed the world. That's how Jesus changed the world. Um, And that's how we can change the world too. So that's all we got for you guys today. We love you. God bless.
2: Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app.